Hi, and welcome to today's episode. Before we jump right in, I wanted to just to quickly come in and say hi, I'm Adriana. And if you could please hit subscribe to this podcast, if you have listened to my other ones, and you've enjoyed some of the resources that I put out there. And if you could also kindly rate this podcast, I would love a five star review, but you know, you rate it as you feel I have earned. So if you could please subscribe and submit a review and share this with anyone that you feel would benefit from family chemotherapy podcast. Thank you so much. Welcome to Family Chemotherapy, where we discuss ways to cope through a pediatric cancer diagnosis. I'm your host, Adriana Lewin. Hello, my friends. Thank you for tuning in today. Today, I would love to have a quick, brief discussion on another book. This is another um book review from me. And this one is called A Grief Observed by C.S. Lewis. Um, This is what my copy looks like. I know the cover can vary. Um, These books are some of the books that I've been recommending. They're pretty old. (laughs) They're older. Uh, They've been around for a while. So they've had various covers that have been made for them. Um, I really loved A Grief Observed. That's a hard word for me. A grief observed. There you go. And really when my son went through treatment and we came off of treatment, I had so many questions. I am a Christian. Um, and this book is pretty Christian or I I mean, he's a Christian writer, CS Lewis. He's the one who wrote the Chronicles of Narnia, um, and several other Christian themed books. Um, but this book, what was really interesting actually is C.S. Lewis, um, this book was published after he passed and it was essentially his journal entries, his writing after his wife died. His wife did die of cancer, um, but they don't talk about that in the book. They, I think they put it in the introduction, I believe, um, but it's essentially his struggle through grief. You might be wondering like, well, my child didn't pass away and we're doing okay. Um, that might be the boat that you're in, or you might be a part of the bereaved group where your child did pass away. And for either population, this book is so, so profoundly comforting because it, it dives into Again, this man has, you know, he just completely opens up his journal and discusses his grief, like his sadness over the experience, his struggle with trying to understand suffering and how that makes sense with his idea of a loving God. And that is actually one of the pillars, I guess you could say of grief is when you have this experience, this traumatic experience and you lose a loved person or you don't lose a loved person, but it's still traumatic. Um, because grief isn't just about bereavement and actual loss or death. 
It's about the losses that we experience, right? And there's different types of losses that are not death related. So when you're reading this book and you are understanding, I have experienced losses and now I'm forced to look at my world, my idea, my worldview of what is what is reality, what we have formed as our idea of reality. So for example, when people say, that person was too young to die. Um, they died too young. That in itself um, is our perception that a person should not die at a young age. But that is not reality because people do die at young ages. And he basically goes into this idea of like, my wife died who is God? How is this a loving and benevolent father when I am suffering so deeply? And when you are going through grief, if you are a believer, you are having to reconcile. I thought that one, people, yes, we understand that people can die at any age, but I think there's this sense of, um, this perception that most people will die at an older age. And so when someone is diagnosed with cancer at a young age, it really breaks our worldview. That's part of the crushing part about it is like, I didn't think this would happen to me. It happens to other people. Young people shouldn't have cancer. Um, yeah, just this idea of basically grief um, and how we view God and, oh, well, I, I thought I was a good Christian. I prayed all the time. Um, I thought good things would come. And now this is something really bad. And now I'm questioning God or I'm questioning, did I do something? And so grief is this aspect of suffering something that's very traumatic and trying to reconcile with your perception of the world and of yourself and of who God is, but who he really shows you to be. And so in this book, you get, it's sad. It's a sad book. Don't get me wrong. And it's not very long. Um, my copy was like 73 pages. Um, so it's a quick read, but it allows you to feel emotions um, in a way that's safe because you feel like this guy is really suffering his heart hurts and that my heart hurts too for my own losses. Um, the questions that he has, you start to feel, you know, that connection to maybe there's, you know, I, I've been struggling with that question. Like, what does this mean about God? What does this mean about the God that I know? about the God who people told me about, whether, you know, and when I say who people told me about, I mean, your pastors and your community, they're like, oh, well, God is a loving God or God heals things, you know? Um, and so it's really about the God who is revealing himself to you, the God who you've come to know through scripture, through your community, through your church, through your pastor. And it's, taking a look of what you believe about God in your life and seeing if that lines up. 
most people, when they experience a traumatic event, usually they, they subconsciously do this, like, is this what I believe? Is this not what I believe? Like, does that change my perception of my faith? Does that change my perception of God? Does it change my perception of the world around me, the reality that I live in? And when you're in that back and forth trying to make sense of it, you are, you're going through an existential crisis basically. Um, and so this book really just opens the platform for you to think about like, am I going through an existential crisis? Am I struggling with some of the thoughts and feelings that he might've been going through and putting words to it? Cause sometimes we have these like deep emotions that we don't even know how to verbalize. And this book is just so beautifully written. His thoughts are just so raw and vulnerable that you really do have a minute to just commiserate with the man, right? To empathize with him. Um, so if you have never read this book, as I mentioned, it's only like 70 something pages. It's a quick read. It's on audible. I will link my audible, um, free trial 30 days. If you want to participate in that too, but I highly recommend this book if you've never read it, because it will, um, it will help you put some words to feet some words to some feelings that you have and maybe even have you further explore your own thoughts around the losses that you've experienced so i would love to hear your thoughts and feedback so uh if you want to get a hold of me uh just tune into the front or to the outro it should have all the information that you need to get a hold of me so uh thanks for tuning in and i hope you guys have a great day If you have found this podcast helpful or you just love the mission for family chemotherapy, please kindly rate this podcast. Also, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest for additional resources that I do share daily. Please tag and share your friends and other pediatric cancer families that you think would benefit from any of the content from family chemotherapy. Thank you, and I can't wait to share the next episode. Together, we can help heal the whole family.